everyone, welcome to the Tiny Chats Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I am here with Joni, who is the first person who ever did a van tour for me two, no, not two years ago, almost four, four. years ago now. <laughs> time flies by, it's absolutely wild. And the last time I checked, it had 2.2 million views, okay, yeah. so. <laughs> Way crazy. Basically, she's the reason why I even have somewhat of a social media following. <laughs> That's totally what like like propelled me forward. So um, I'm super excited for today's episode. This is super meaningful for me. So grab your glass, whatever you're drinking, and join us for a little conversation here at Tiny Chat. Joni, thank you so much for being here today. You're I'm welcome. so excited to have you. If you want, can you do a little like introduction of yourself, who you sure. are, and yeah. Absolutely. Hi, I'm Joni. I am with The Galavan, and um, that's primarily a YouTube channel. I help women get on the road. Uh, primarily what I do, I've got the YouTube channel, The Galavan, and I also have a complimentary Facebook group for women to connect, and I do a weekly, Nomadic Women's Happy Hour, where we talk about topics live in person. Those are not recorded, and uh, it's just all about helping women get out here and get on the road. I love that. How long have you been on the road for? For over five years. Five years. Yeah. That's amazing. Almost like before it was cool. Almost. <laughs> almost. Certainly, building the van, there were not nearly as many resources. Yeah, so you did, did not do a DIY. You had somebody... Right. Tell us a little bit about that process. Yeah, so I designed the van that I wanted. I mm -hmm. researched for like five years. And wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And um, I didn't even realize that there were like van tours on YouTube at the time. Mm -hmm. So um, so I was on the Sprinter Source Forum, just reading, 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 almost compulsively reading, Yeah. Uh, trying to figure out like, you know, the most controversial topic is insulation. Like, what insulation do I yeah. do? Right? <laughs> it's always um, a fight between is it, should it be like Havelock wool or should it be spray that foam? That wasn't even a thing. Havelock wool was not a thing. Wow. So I've got the, um, the Thinsulate. Okay. The 3M Thinsulate. And How does that work for you? It's working great. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good yeah, to know. It's working great. That's awesome. Is this your only van you've ever had? It is. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I'm a planner and I just overplanned it, kind yeah. of thought everything through and the only real thing that I've had to change is I've had to lift my bed up a little bit okay. um, because I changed out my bike. So I started out with a, a little folding bike by, from Bike Friday that just tucked in. It was mm -hmm. super mm -hmm. light and super easy. And um, I have upgraded to a folding e-bike, and it's much heavier and bigger, and so I've had to raise my bike. Yeah. Raise, raise my bed. And if you stay tuned to the end, or if you're listening only on po um, podcasting channels, stay head over to YouTube, or stay tuned until the end of this video, and you can see a tour of Joni's van, and you can see a little glimpse of that bike, because I'm jealous. I would love one of those bikes. <laughs> Great bike. They're really awesome. So what made you want to get into... Um, van life and traveling. You know, my uh, I had a cousin come to a family reunion with a 144 Sprinter okay. that was built out by Sportsmobile, and I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I've always liked small things anyway. Like I've always 
with like small spaces, small versions of things, like travel games versus a full-size travel or yeah. full-size game. And um, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And she and her husband at the time traveled around for a year. And, okay. um, and so I just had that like actually on a vision board for a number of years. And, um, and I finally just, I was working online at the time okay. um, for myself and I just realized my, my kids were grown. My youngest uh, then had a, once she had a full year long lease for living, mm -hmm. I decided to sell my house and get on the road. Wow. Did your kid did your kids think you were crazy? <laughs> you know, I don't know how happy they were with this decision. <laughs> my youngest was like, I want a home to come home to. <laughs> uh, see, I love that because I feel like so many people think there's a time limit on traveling or something like that. And I love the fact that you still did it even after, you know, people think you have to do it when you're young and, and you can't. I know that for me, there's almost like the way that I kind of looked at it was, oh, I'm not going to be able to travel until, like society puts this thing in, until you retire. That's when right. you start traveling. Right. I was like, no, I am not going to do that. Right. And I think nowadays, almost there's like a reversal of that thought almost. process. Yeah. And it's like, you have to do it now. And there's this pressure of travel, travel now while you can. So I just love that you're being able to show like it's. Yeah. do it just do it absolutely <laughs> and it seems like the societal norm is to wait until you retire but only while you're able-bodied mm. and I have friends who I have a friend who lives full-time in a wheelchair who is a van lifer that's amazing and you know proving that no it doesn't have to be restricted to just the small window of yeah. time Totally. And I love that you're doing, um, you know, you're really encouraging women to get out there and travel. Cause I also, I always felt this pressure of you can't travel until you have a partner with you. And especially so for the longest part of my life, I was living as a straight woman. So, mm -hmm. you know, kind of felt like I can't do that without a man. And right. I started rebelling. And I think that in a way was kind of the first steps of me embracing who I am. Um, <laughs> where I was just like, no, I don't need a man for right. anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and now here we are. I'm a full lesbian now. Right. So. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I think that that might be how it goes. You know, and it's funny because at my, well, I guess I met you at my very, the second, um, meetup I ever went to, but I was you only like, like five weeks in. Yeah. I had just hit the road and yeah. I remember, and I think it just like, serendipitous or or fate looking back of I remember being like yeah the only people who I hung out with was like this group of lesbians <laughs> and now like my whole van life community is basically queer people on the road mm -hmm. and I'm like oh it's so funny how times have changed right. for me <laughs> right. yeah it's absolutely amazing I, I and I think it's great having those connection points at van life meetups to be able to like meet people do you do van or go to meetups often i so i actually have a love-hate relationship with big events mm -hmm. <laughs> i love going i love going and collecting a couple of people mm -hmm. but it's overwhelming to be yes. around that that many people and meeting so many people that is really overwhelming for me yeah and so just my 
approach of, okay, I'm going to find one or two people I connect with. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually doing my channel and doing van tours has been really helpful mm. for me for that because I get to spend more time one-on-one -on -one with someone with something that they're really proud of. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then, and then when I come back and I'm editing, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm spending more time with her, you know, yeah. I feel like I'm really getting to know her and, um, I just ha always have this like really great feeling when I'm editing of, Oh, this was such a nice time. Just spending that time with someone. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. I love that. I, and I think van life meetups are such a good way of making those like really mm -hmm. deep connections. I've made some really good friends and I feel like van life friendships are this instant or, or, or a unique relationship mm -hmm. where it's like you might go a year without yes. seeing that person yes. but it's like when you're back together no, no time has passed absolutely <laughs> you know and so most of the events that I go to are actually escaper events um, and okay. that's most of the people that I've met on the road have been through escapers and that is broader that's definitely not van life um, okay in fact when I first started going um, it was almost five years ago and I was one of the only people in a van oh. and now most of my friends that I met there that year are in van now I actually just the yesterday heard about escapers for the first time so for those who may not know can yes. you kind of share yeah. what that is yeah it is um, it's a part of escapees which is a large RV club um, they provide a lot of services there's mail service um, there's roadside assistance that doesn't have a towing mileage limit mm -hmm. really great for full-timers so lots of full-timer services and then escapers is a portion of the club that is basically working age RVers okay and so it starts with an X um, meaning you know it's it started with a bunch of Gen Xers. Okay. Okay. And um, and it's even though there are a lot of re retired folks in the club, it's more um, it's more adventurous ah, than okay. you know than an older club. Yeah. Interesting. I think I always find it so interesting to hear about like van life or travel has so many unique communities within yes. it yes. and so it's it's always interesting to see kind of like where those intersect and like right. yeah it's yeah. really cool we briefly kind of breezed past this so you are also a lesbian on the road yes I am. how has that experience been for you as a queer woman traveling solo uh, it's been great yeah. yeah yeah the world is very Yes. So, um, and so I'm just always looking for the other lesbians. Yeah. You know, I'm always looking, and and I do um, I do try to find other lesbians who identify mm -hmm. as lesbians. Okay. Because um, I just want to hang out with women. Yeah. I get I get part. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so curious. Because um, I I have the worst gaydar ever. <laughs> Four years ago, did you pick up on gay vibes for me or no? <laughs> I, I was, um, I thought that it, when you mentioned your boyfriend, I thought that was a waste. <laughs> to be honest. I love that so much. <laughs> it's like, oh, she's a really cool, strong woman. What's she doing with this dude? Oh my gosh. <laughs> last, the, he was the last ditch effort. At, oh my gosh. 
Yeah, that was, that was, the, this guy was um, in the military mm -hmm. at that point. Right. And I remember that. Yeah, yeah, basically ghosted me. And you know, I think everything's meant to be how it's meant to be. Mm -hmm. But that was kind of like, what am I doing here? Why am I trying so hard? Right. And oddly enough, I kind of think that that failed relationship was more so for my parents mm -hmm. because he was white, military, financially independent, like a little bit more conservative leaning. Everything they could have dreamed for, it was him. Right. And he hurt me like so badly. And so I think that they were like, oh, so that's not the perfect man. Uh -huh. <laughs> Their perfect version wasn't so perfect. Right. So I think that that was, yeah, not really for me, my lesson, but yeah, here we are. And I, I actually think being on the road allowed me that freedom to yeah. be able to. Yeah, well, it's also, I mean, not only the lesbian heterosexual mismatch, but also the van lifer sticks and bricks mismatch. I mean, that's a big problem, yeah. right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So you, no matter what your sexuality is, it's hard to be a nomad and date someone in sticks and bricks. It is, it is. Yeah, I am um, currently in that situation again with a woman and she is quickly working to get a fully remote job so Good. we can bridge that gap. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, then that was one of the reasons why she why she reached out to me was you know hey i'm interested in van life you know mm -hmm. and then yeah the conversation went from there <laughs> and honestly i think the perfect thing is to date someone else who has their own van yes that was something we talked mm -hmm. about that i think is really important so you used to were you traveling with a partner partner or did you share a van with your partner at one point point in time or um i was dating a, a woman who also has her own van. Oh, okay. And, and we still travel together quite a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. I think, yeah, two vans is absolutely, like, so important. It, some may say wasteful in space, but I'm like, you know, you need you need your own space. And it's such a tiny space that, I, I don't know. And the way that I also look at it is if someone comes to visit, you have a guest bedroom. Right. <laughs> right. And... You know, I, I just, I, I think, I don't know if it's the time of life that I'm at. I'm 58. Um, and so I don't know if it's that I just need that independence. Mm. I need to be able to go off on my own. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I want to be with someone who's also independent. And totally. wants to go off on her own. Yeah. And, and I think that something about van life that has been really good for me is I've always been a really independent woman, but I think it's helped me embrace that independence even more so or or have confidence in that independence where it's just it's so important to just be able to feel like you are empowered to be your own person yes and van life really has taught me that yes and I mean I definitely grew up as a pleaser I'm still trying yeah. to break that habit <laughs> it's such a hard habit to break um but um, I think van life that definitely helps because I can just fuck out. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I've always heard that people who came out later in life are really big people pleasers. And for me, that was definitely the, the, the truth because I was trying so hard to fit that mold. Totally. 
Uh, I, and that's what I told my parents. I'm like, I worked 16 years at trying it your way. That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> no more. Yeah. So definitely I, later in life, I I was married to a man for almost 26 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a long time. That's a very long time. Wow. You great win. guy. Great guy. <laughs> really, yeah. really nice guy. Great dad to our daughters. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Wow. So how old were you when you came out then? 48, 49. That's amazing. I love that. And one of the things that I kind of struggled with when coming when coming out was there was this point where I was like, is it too late? <laughs> is Never it too late too for late. me? I mean, yeah. I know women who are coming out in their 70s, 80s, you know, it's never too late. Yeah, and, and a lot of people are put, are pushing this, this rhetoric of, oh, social media makes it cool yeah. to be, to be gay. And my thing is, and what I, what I've told people is it didn't make it cool for me it gave me that visibility of women who are in their 30s who've only dated men their whole lives to come out and that there's people there to date still right. <laughs> plenty of people to date yeah Absolutely. too many <laughs> <laughs> although i it's like the l word that chart is very real um. <laughs> more well I was gonna say it's more real in sticks and bricks when everyone lives in the same place but maybe not i don't know yeah uh, I don't know though because I, I I haven't gotten too so I have a lot of queer friends in the van life community but I do think a lot of them are very solo or in relationships right so yeah I don't feel like the the overlapping that hasn't really been a thing in van life but yeah nor I, <laughs> normies I agree. Yes. there's either a lot of couples mm -hmm. or women who just don't want to be yeah, yeah not at all yeah. yeah, I'm kind of in this in between where I've I've warned the the girl that I'm seeing that I have this hyper independence, especially being a van lifer, where what I want to do I'm gonna do. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like it's it's my life. I want to live it, and hopefully you're along for the ride. But if not, I'll go do it alone. Right. <laughs> Which I think is really important. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, circling back to like encouraging women, that's something I also really, really find like a passion about, and ho like hope to give that visibility. I I do enjoy being able to show now being a lesbian on the road, but more so, I hope women just connect with being a woman traveler and kind of find that community. So. Um, to kind of like wrap this up, if you can give any advice to women out there who are aspiring to be van lifers or just want to travel full time, what would your advice be? Start with where you are. Start with what you have. Um, it's so easy to get to, to look at Instagram and get really discouraged or think mm -hmm. I'm never going to get there yeah. because these vans are expensive. They're beautiful I, you know there's there's all of that I, I if you go onto my channel you'll see um, tours of women in a self-built minivan that's barely even built and she's been in it for three years um, I have a video of a woman just in her SUV you know she's just making it work I have a friend who's been a nomad for on and off for 
20 some years probably and most of the time she has been in and out of a van mm -hmm. but she's mostly been in a Montero that has a gazillion miles on it wow. that go you know it goes off-road it you know it, it's a, a great vehicle for yeah. her and she lives in that most of the time mm, I love that and so you, it's not the van or or the RV or whatever it is is a tool to get to where you want to go and to do what you want to do mm. it is not the thing it's not the destination right, right. yeah oh, I love that it's not the destination yeah because and and I think a lot of people kind of get caught up in just like getting the van but yeah it is a tool to get sometimes I get frustrated with social media when people just want to see the inside of my van all the time, but I'm like, look at this beautiful waterfall that I got to hike to, <laughs> right. and it took so long to get there. I want to show that off. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I do love my van. I loved designing it. Mm -hmm. I, I loved that whole process. Um, but if you are aspiring to get on the road, just get on the road. I, yeah. I met a couple from Germany this past summer in Alaska, and they flew over and rented a U-Haul. Um, I think it was just a Ram Promaster that was a U-Haul van that was empty. Got some blow-up mattresses and yep. a cooler. And um, and I also learned when I was in Alaska that REI rents camping equipment. Yeah. And I, so like yep. a cooler, the whole thing, you can just try it out mm -hmm. in a with rental equipment that's not. I mean, yes, you can rent a gorgeous van, yeah. you can rent a gorgeous RV, but you can also just rent a U-Haul and grab some equipment. Yeah, that's a very lesbian thing to do anyways. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to be a lesbian to do that. <laughs> so if you don't get that joke, um, it's, it's, a, it's a lesbian joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've always, I even tell people when they first purchase their van, if they haven't, if they're not purchasing an already built out van, I say, you know, get an air mattress in there, sleep in it, and then figure out your layout based off of that. But I love that because the U-Haul rentals are like 20 bucks a day. Right. Which is so much cheaper than the like $200 a night rentals that you get on like Outdoorsy. Which right. If you want to go that route, I also think that's an awesome route. It but is. A more affordable route is definitely just throw a mattress in and mm -hmm. it's a more glamping experience than a tent in my opinion That's right. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> yeah well thank you so much for being here this well, has you. been so fun we're coming to you from Baja yes. we are literally sitting on the beach the view is beautiful stay tuned to the end of this or again if you're on the podcasting platforms head over to YouTube to check out a tour of Joni's van Joni can you let us know again where people can find you at absolutely the Galavan is my channel and uh, it's uh, T-H-E G-A-L-A-V-A-N 